Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. There's a trope amongst both people and brands creating content online that you have to like fit into existing boxes. <laughs> Take it from a creative, okay? Um, that you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that at all. You can carve out your own space. You don't have to follow a, an existing trend of content style. You don't have to put yourself in, into a box that you don't align with. I had this conversation um, with a client of mine recently who is a person of influence and he's gained, a, he's gained a lot of influence and has a huge reputation for advocacy and all these really amazing things. And, um, we were talking and he's like, uh, I'm, I'm just like with all personal brands. If you haven't done this already, I will make you do uh, competitor analysis. I don't like to think of them as competitors when it comes to like people of influence, but just people that are in the same place as you doing similar things. Of course, they're going to be different because we're all different people, but I, I want my clients to like put that on their radar, put other people that are doing similar things on your radar, not to discourage you, but just to like see what you can learn from them, see what you can do differently, see how you already do things differently Um, to essentially like make them aware of their USP, which is something that brands think of immediately before starting their brand, hopefully. Um, so I've, I've said this before, but there's like very few people in this industry that take things from product marketing and from advertising and and transfer it into onto like marketing people as a product. Um, so essentially personal branding, right? Um, and we were discussing this and and he was like, well, there's already all these other people that he's bringing up to me and they're already doing such a good job and whatever. And I said something to him that I say to uh, brand clients who are are kind of like doubtful of their journey or whatever. Um, I just reformatted it. So I, I said to him, you know, at one point there was no whatever creator you're citing. Like for example, in my world, at some point, at one point in time, there was no Gary Vee. Right. There was a gay Gary Vaynerchuk, who was a man who worked for his father's wine shop, who then one day decided to start creating content. And then many years later, he still hasn't stopped. And now he's teaching other people how to create content. Um, Also, note here, I'm not like trying to align myself with like the Gary V space. I think we're drastically different. Um, But I just brought up a creator in the marketing space I think people are familiar with. Um, To brands, I say something a little bit differently which is if you're doubtful of the value that you have to bring to the table, go to the supermarket and go to the water aisle. And there's a reason that there's a separate aisle for water. 
Because there's so many fucking water brands at this point. I don't even know how we're coming up with more. And somehow we still have liquid death. (laughs) Is the water all that different? No. Not really. But one water brand has minerals. One is carbonated. Another one doesn't use plastic. Another one comes in cans. Another one uses recycled packaging. Another one is owned by a big soda conglomerate. Uh, There's so many different brands. And all the consumers for all these different brands are different. And each one has different subsets of target audiences and who's attracted to things, right? For example, for Liquid Death, somebody might be buying Liquid Death because the branding's really cool. It looks really fire. Somebody might be buying Liquid Death because they think it's funny that it kind of looks like a beer can. Somebody might be buying Liquid Death because they align with the message of like death to plastic. You know? Somebody might be buying San Pellegrino because it's carbonated. Some people might be buying San Pellegrino because it's one of the most mineralized waters on the planet. And unlike American water, San Pellegrino actually has like minerals that truly do quench your thirst. They don't make you reach back for more water bottles. That's actually a, a, if you've seen Down to Earth on Netflix, you know what I'm talking about. Um, But they're all different in varying different ways. And they're all able to survive. Um, so it's not really about like conforming yourself to somebody else's space. It's finding out what makes you different in an existing space and then carving out a subspace for, for your audience. And not everybody's going to believe in it and that's okay. They, they, they shouldn't. I actually get really, of course I get irritated like everybody else when I get negative comments, but at the same time, um, as a marketer, I get really happy because I'm like, good, 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 good. I'm not supposed to resonate with everyone. That's great. I'm not for everyone. Um, I like that. You know, um, I said in a video on TikTok recently and I called myself the queen of branding and I did it for myself because I wanted to hear myself say it um, because I wanted to just like say that out loud, not just write it somewhere, not say it to myself, say it the fuck out loud. And it was for me. And I said that and somebody commented, of course, somebody without a profile picture and like zero followers or posts and was like, if you have to call yourself the queen of branding, you're not. And I was like, honey, nobody's holding you hostage here. You can leave. It's okay. <laughs> it was for me. Um, and I think maybe being in marketing, like I take re- rejection or critique or negative feedback better simply because, um, and this is something you'll hear me talk with a, with a guest, a fellow creative director tomorrow and in, in the episode, um, but you just hear so many no's all the time. You pitch an idea and they're like, no. <laughs> you pitch another one, no. No, this isn't good. No, this isn't good. And you stop taking things personally. You're just like, well, somebody doesn't resonate with that. I'm like, that's okay. It doesn't mean they don't like me. So I don't take, I try, because sometimes I, I do take it as a personal attack. I'm human at the end of the day. But sometimes you you have to just be like, they're not attacking me. They're just projecting or whatever, right? Um but at the end of the day, stay focused about the fact that like you're carving out a space for yourself. You believe in whatever it is that your unique value is. And the people that, that believe in that and align with that, they will come. They will be there to support you and continue uplifting you. And that's all that matters. For like every one person who doesn't believe in whatever it is you're doing, there's going to be like 10 people that do. Um, for example... 
This podcast now averages out monthly. I know a lot of people don't mention their analytics. I will because I'm very proud and like it's not as many listens as somebody else's podcast, but it's way more than it was before. Um, recent at the top of this year, top of 2023, the podcast started averaging out at, at 2,100 um, listens a month. Again, you might be listening to that and be like, that's not a big fucking deal. But um, I started with like, <laughs> when I first started posting episodes every single day, my monthly listens was maybe about like 500, maybe that's like reaching. That's a huge deal. And it's all because of you guys like sharing the episodes and sending them to people and continuing to listen and sending in questions and guest suggestions and engaging with the show. And the only reason I keep putting out more episodes is because I'm paying attention to how many of you love it as opposed to like how many people might be listening and they fucking hate it. So anyways, you're always competing for somebody's attention, but I think it's important to recognize that when you compete for attention, compete for, for the good attention. Nurture the existing attention that you have also. That might be even more important than competing for additional attention, but nurture the existing attention that you're already getting. Make those people feel really loved that, and welcome to be in your little corner of the internet and space. Because when they do, they, they, when they feel loved, they'll grow that, that little corner to a room, to a house, to a mansion, to a stadium. Um, so, yeah, I, I hope this was helpful. And if you're a personal brand listening to this, remember, whoever it is that your idol is or whoever it is that you compare yourself to, at one point they didn't exist. Literally, but also <laughs> online, like metaphorically as an influential figure. Um, and if you're a brand comparing yourself to others, like just remember, like there's a reason why there's so many beauty brands out there. There's so many water brands out there. At the end of the day, that establishes product market fit. It's like, it's good that it's there. And your goal should be like to take up space because those are the ones that prevail not the ones that sit there comparing themselves all the time. Like eventually you just, you lose market share. So I hope this was helpful, helpful reminder that you're kicking ass. And I don't know for what it's worth. I'm here supporting you. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.